Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here I am. But there I am, one two, one two. You were going one two, one two. It made it feel a bit like a police broadcast. No, that's a roadie. One two, 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 one two, two. Before a gig, not that I've ever. As been opposed to the Beatles. One two, one, three, two three, Giles. Morning, Esther. You haven't got anything, have you? Not really, no, apart from a hangover. Uh, not even a hangover, because that's so boring I go hangover. Not, it's just I didn't mm. sleep, as you know. I was out playing cards. Somebody was out playing poker. And somebody was out in Kentish Town having a whale of a time well after their bedtime and causing me a lot of worry. There I was, and I speak, of course, of Mo Tenzing. Um, and uh, yeah, no, and, and I, got a, I, got a, I was out playing cards and it got to about 11 and everyone was just not leaving and I couldn't leave because I'd have... I'd have felt all kind of awkward and weird and childish and kind of party poopy. And then I got a text saying, we've got your cat uh, in Kent. And it was right down in Kentish Town. Miles You'd and- heard that the forum's reopening. Yeah, he was right down by the forum. And I said, what? On- <laughs> or Jason Donovan. Yeah. And it was like, um, and it was some two lovely girls who lived down by the, over the kebab shop. And I said, what? Literally that side of the road. He's crossed Highgate Road all the way down there. Um, and they said it, that it was. And normally I'd have been asleep, but because I was... Um... Motenzing has a type, doesn't he? It's always a very glamorous gay couple or hot girls. Um, I didn't say they were hot, did I? You said they were lovely. Well... I can say that they're... They're, they're, they're lovely. I mean, they're lovely. They're just sort of young with glossy oh hair. God, and they're amazing. They're sort of, what are you talking about? They're like uh, well, supermodels. What? They're like supermodels. Um, they are. Uh, it's what, what are they called? We don't. I don't know what they're called. It's just hey, just had your cat out at Highgate Road, and I thought, where's that? But anyway, there I was at the, at the poker and thinking I should probably. You know, everyone was going like all in, hundred quid, hey, lovely, uh, and uh, drink, 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 whiskey, whiskey, and then I just started to worry about my cat. And once I was texting, no texting at the table. They were, I was like, what about my cat? And I left mm-hmm. early and went to get and and so it's I extraordinary. Get, they and that was, you that was midnight already, and I'd had. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't even drink that much. I had like three margaritas and a couple of beers, and then God, I would have been on the floor. And uh, and then I went down and I got my Uber. I got my Uber to drop me off at, down by the forum, and I went looking for Mo. Mm-hmm. And then I got back up at one, and then I was couldn't really sleep very well, knowing that Mo wasn't here. Right. So I sort of tossed and turned. At about five o'clock, I woke up. I could sound it wrong. And I came down. There was Mo on the sofa. Looks up. 
yeah, what? Yeah. She looks at me, so I went back to bed. So I've had about an hour's sleep. So I haven't got anything for, to write a column well, about or a podcast thank, or anything. Well, thank God for me, then. Uh, so what should I write a column about, then? <laughs> okay. Not, so, his, not his wedding. So they've, uh, they've, they've said there's going to be a wedding. Yeah, do you want to give next. wedding advice to Boris and Carrie? Apart from, don't do it. Um, wedding advice to Boris and Carrie? Is that something that appeared in the sections of the paper, the ladies sections that you read? Have, have they done that? No, like, they, no, 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 they haven't actually. They did that. And if they were going to do it, I'm sure they would have asked me to write it. Uh, they, they, they've done a whole, like, kind of, you know, what kind of woke things that Carrie's going to wear. And so, I, so before we get, do, do, what do you think? Do you think, there's a, do you think there's a Boris and Carrie wedding? But what would you, you would just make jokes about our wedding, presumably. Probably. Uh, which, uh, do you, what would you organise, by the way? Um, um, so okay, not not a not a not a Boris column, not a not a not a. I I, uh, I don't think it's one for you. Okay, so now idea I had for you is mm-hmm. um, called my new BBC. Now, Pretty Patel at the beginning of the week said that the the reputation of the BBC is now in tatters following the Martin Bashir Diana interview fake document scandal. And she said that it is due very significant reform. And I wondered... Pretty Patel, by the way, yeah. never listened to the BBC, never listened to Radio 4. She's like, oh, but she just like listens to LBC, doesn't she? Does she? Pretty Patel. Well, she's I'm a bit, she's quite LBC. Just phone-ins. That's I, outrageous! Yeah. She just listens to, what's his name in the morning, the Nick Ferrari. Nick Ferrari. She's, that's, that's the sort of things you listen to. And then when James O'Brien comes on, she turn that off. Okay. You know, she's, she's pro-death penalty. Is okay, what so tell is. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I'm just saying, she's not one of those classic you and yours listeners, uh, and real consumer of kind of costume dramas and excellent. But so, anyway, yes. So what would what would pretty TV look like? PBC. PBC. Yeah, PBC. And you could have a vision of the BBC from different people's perspective. One of them being Pretty Patel. One of them being Boris Johnson. What did she say you said? What did you say she said? She said the BBC's reputation is now in tatters and it is due very significant reform. The B, so auntie, and, you know, and the, every government's got it in for the BBC. Why? Uh, well, this particularly, this, this is a real gimme for them. They love the fact the royal family have said these things because they can really... That's right. ...slash them. Um, yes, is it, the, is it funny shows... Is it, a, is it a schedule? It's either a schedule or it's a kind of proposal for a new BBC from... from um, again, we come into the clash of the problem where I don't... Neither of us really watches any scheduled TV. So I don't really know what the BBC looks like now. Okay. I know that Newsnight, because our friend Katie is a presenter on it, I know that Newsnight's moving back to its old slot at 10.30. Oh, is it? Which so is some a, people will actually watch it because not everyone's asleep. Is the sort of thing. Uh, so Pretty would probably move it to four in the morning <laughs> so, because she wouldn't want anyone to be able to hear. And then what would Pretty... What are the things, bearing in mind that she is a Brexiteer thicko, that's uh-huh. the profile for Pretty Patel, it shows, what it's like... It's 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 through the keyhole. There are more than seven of them. Put them in prison. Yeah. Or you know whatever you say. It's like is there a holiday show apart from mine? Amazing hotels. Mm. Uh, if wish you were here. It's like go back where you came from. Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, the new travel show. Yeah. Um, you can steal shows from other channels. You know the bill, which is an it was an ITV the bill. show. More. So put the bill. More coppers. More coppers. The thin blue line. Thick blue line. Yeah, but she's. But they, so they claim to they claim the Tories claim to put more coppers out, don't they? They say we're going to put twenty thousand more coppers on the beat, but they took twenty thousand off last year, so they're just putting back the. Yeah, and all they, they do is just pull me over and tell me that my, I'm Other, not using my headlights properly. Uh, it's a new car. I don't understand it. Did that happen to you? Yeah, it was quite embarrassing. Uh, well, Toyota Igo. 
I said, you've only got your side lights on. I went, when, we, when was that? Did I not tell you? The plod stuff. Because they pulled you over because I've told you quite often. When you, are you one of those people who thinks that you do one flick and if you put them on full, that's your full beams? Well, I, I know that now. So you, only, you were driving at night without your lights on? It was dusk. How long ago? Six months. And when they pulled you over to say that you had your lights on, did they ask you why you were sitting so close to the steering wheel, right up with your nose pressed up against the windscreen? Mm. Did they say, you can relax a bit, madam, and sit back? It's somewhat No, safer. he actually looked quite scared. He was about 23, and uh, he was his voice was a bit... Hello. A bit wobbly talking you've got, to you've me. You've only got your side lights on. Yeah, I also, he'd also told me that I drove... I drove he said that I did a dangerous manoeuvre at Kentish Town. What was your dangerous manoeuvre? Crossroads. Oh, I you refuse to. You think I turning don't... left is a dangerous manoeuvre. I go, I go, yeah. we need to, that's, we go that way. You go, I can't, the junction, there's people waiting. And you just yeah. carry on in a straight line. You drive literally down the clearest, easiest route, regardless of where it is that you want to get yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, but I also, I'm, I also panic. I'm, a sort of pa- I'm not a very good driver. I'm a sort of panicky driver. And I turned in front of a police car. I thought it was fine. It was on a yellow box. I kind of turned in front of him. It was confusing. And he was like, it was a dangerous manoeuvre. And, and Did I you said, do it when it really, your really noisy gear change with a sort of funny smell? Possibly. Because that can... But, he's, but I, I don't think I said this, but I was thinking, obviously, I didn't know it was the wrong thing to do because I did it in front of a police car. Like, I'm not that stupid. Anyway, they let me off. Oh, well then that's all, all alright then back, really back hate, on the road to, to, really to kill again I've really hated the police ever since I've really been like I've really I've always been fine with the police like who cares whatever it's just the police they're just you know you know just a job um, and now I understand why people hate the police really you think that's what it is what that, you think that's why they hate the police it's not because they stop and search black people disproportionately or... no, no, no what I'm saying to you what I'm saying to you what I'm saying to you is that is that I is that, is that yeah, yeah 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 I mean obviously... that was your first run in with the law at the age of 41 I mean that is very that is very <laughs> yeah. sweet, and it was for not having quite lights on. And I love the fact that you now hate the police because it means the police now, and indeed our listeners have a sense of what I have to deal with, and, and which is of course broadly a wonderful wife who I'm very grateful to have. And blah, blah, yeah. but yeah, the but fact that the policeman pulled you over because you're driving without your lights on at night, and he thought I should tell this little old lady if you that, that she needs to put her lights on, and now you hate him. It's like it's like when I when I sort of say oh, you could go into fourth gear as you're doing a hundred. Uh, you know, nobody. You don't. You don't like changing gear because I'll only have to change down again. So I'll stay in third, and then when I slow down, I'll still be in the right gear because it's stressful to change. Admit it. Admit you find it stressful to change gear and drive in too low gear. I find it stressful to change. Into admit that you don't no. turn right because it's the shortest route because you don't want to. Sorry. Let me speak. I find it stressful to change into fifth gear <laughs> in the Defender. Okay. Right. I don't have a problem with changing gear at all in the Igo. I've seen you in the Igo. When I'm not dealing Listen, with whiplash and being advice, slammed back Driving in my seat. advice coming from you, where you literally will drive on the pavement to get around. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my new BBC. Yeah, it's brilliant. One idea. So, okay. so pretty other. Just, do I do a whole schedule pretty, or do I do different people with their different, different thing? I think you can be. I think you can be really, really flexible. And you, you say you, we don't watch scheduled TV, so you don't know what's on the BBC. It doesn't really matter. Just get old, just like famous old BBC shows that aren't necessarily still on. Just use those. Changing Rooms, that's back on. Yeah. Wait, is that BBC? I think it is. Anyway. Changing Rooms. Okay, good or idea. Any, or any, you know, the news. Or it can be, pretty, you know, pretty... Pretty uh, hasn't no, got in, in no, but wait, wait, wait. It could be okay. So it could be so it could be people's applications for a new B, new style BBC. Pretty Patel's submission, Boris Johnson's submission, Prince William's submission. 
Yeah, like oh yeah, that'd be really good. Carrie's submission, just changing rooms. Carrie's one, and then and then who else is in the news at the moment that you could do their kind of BBC from there? I guess Lukashenko's BBC. Lukashenko's also Lukashenko. Wish you were here. Unlucky, you're in. Yeah, you're you're, you're you're in Minsk now. You flew over Belarus, so that's where you are. Yeah, you're in a detention centre in Belarus for two months. Minsk. Is there a good Minsk? Is a funny word. Is there a show with? Minsk in it. Uh, also, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. It's just yeah. they're all in Belarus. Yeah, being that's quite funny. Yeah, it's funny. All, so all, that's, of the, they all Cummings is BBC. Yeah, wish you were here in Barnard Castle. Cummings is BBC. Although you told me never to say Barnard Castle again because it's not funny anymore. Not the funny joke's anymore. over. It's all going to be brought up again today. The Belarus gag is quite funny. Um, Who else? All they? right, fine. I just need to go for a wee. I'll be back in a second. Really? Yep. Should we put in a sound effect? A wee sound effect. There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free? Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. How was that? My wee was fine, thank you. Um, could I've just turned the page to Alexander Lukashenko, um, and I'm minded that you should probably share your dad's hat theory with the world. Oh yes, my dad's yeah, my dad's Lukashenko hat has this 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 hat that looks like yeah. a kind of action man brigadier special, but right. it's it's a sort of just it's pretty insane it's just it? huge it's just a normal hat but he's he's a dictator so he has had big 15 times bigger than the normal hat. very big cap so my dad who is uh, an historian he was an academic for a long time so of he, that part he of the world have, as well of he... that part of eastern europe yeah i'm pretty sure he was a spy but unfortunately i had a conversation with the outgoing head of um 
MI6 or was it MI5? I can't remember which one it was. And I said, look, I'm really sure my dad was a spy during the Cold War. How can I track down evidence of this or records? Because he, not only will he not fess up to this, he gets up and leaves the room whenever you start talking about it. And he said, unfortunately, all MI6 records are destroyed. They're not kept, so you can't, not even in some vault. How strange that they don't keep the records. They keep them for MI6 MI5. is the James Bond one. I don't know what MI6 you mean. MI6 is foreign, MI5 is domestic. And domestic records they keep, foreign records they destroy. Right. Anyway. Anyway, so your dad is a historian theory, my, dad, my dad, who does kind of vaguely know about this, has a theory that the more extravagant the hat, the more useless the army. His case in point being, like, the Greek army hats are <laughs> completely, like, an entire cockerel on top and just like massive curly slippers and the French and had those those sort of high ones as well yeah they? the French are in there they're alright you know and then SAS don't wear hats um, and the I mean the Israeli army famously they basically don't have hats either they just wear they kind just of they wear speedos and carry they wear, so. they wear speedos and have very 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 tiny green hats if they bother to wear hats at all so that's his kind of hat theory. And Lukashenko's got a pretty big hat. It's a pretty big, pretty big, stupid hat. I mean, the German Imperial Army in 1418 had the massive spike with the thing on, and they were pretty fucking mean. Oh, you wouldn't have wanted to, I mean, or maybe they were rubbish because they lost the war. And the British, the, the, the British Tommies just had the little they dad's had army little hat. They t- had little tin hats, yeah. yeah. Well, what, what, what spiky helmets are you talking about? Are this the cavalry hats? What, the German, the, 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 the what, what, is it, what is it about... No, I haven't done a very good drawing. Um, I can't draw a hat. But what is it about? I mean, you, like that's basically what it looked like. Do you mean? Do you mean in the First World War? Yeah, First the World German War, pointed Maltese cross hat, famous hat, archetypal army yeah, hat. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, they just make you just make you a bit more visible in the trenches, surely. Or is it really like likely to be struck by lightning as well? What's your really good idea? My really good idea is, are you, are you aware, I wasn't sure what it was, and I just looked before I, we sat down, but about a couple of days ago, the thing about Boris's Shakespeare book. I got it on my list. Oh. Boris is writing a biography of Shakespeare. What will that sound like? All the plays written in Johnson speak. Bingo, yeah. yeah so the story is, uh, I think it's an, an allegation that Cummings is going to make that Boris was distracted from COVID because he was writing his book. And it's just and quite... And all, the, all quite, the nation thinks is, oh my God, I need that book. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, <laughs> it's just like Boris... It's the idea that Boris thinks he's the man to write about Shakespeare. Also, can I just say, what is it about men of a certain age writing biographies of people who have had their biographies done quite a few times? What do you... And also, you know, there's men of a certain, of a certain demographic and of a certain age... Just writing biographies of Hitler, and at the moment there were there's a lot of you're thinking possibly of Jonathan Dimbleby writing his book about uh, he was sort of the, the Barbarossa campaign. He was the thing that a lovely me fellow. And a, there is a thing. There is a, well, Andrew Marr. It will always be. I mean, it will rolled out. There, there is a thing when, and Boris, I guess, is one of them, these big celebrities. There is a thing about people of a certain age. They get write their Shakespeare book and their Hitler yeah. book and their Second World War book, and it's because people buy them probably yeah. and it's because there is a certain kind of middle-aged 
white man. I say middle-aged white man, they could be black, but I think they're probably not. There's a certain kind of sort of crusty, clubbable middle-aged white man who basically only reads political... I only read Bob. We don't read Bob. But they also my time with fiction. think and the world needs their new they book. They just on. want to... Oh, Boris has done a book about Shakespeare. And they go and read a book about Shakespeare or about the Second World War, and that's the only thing they want to write about. And the publishing houses know they can shift a certain number of copies. I guess so. Uh, and, uh, and that is a shame when people are trying to do young, exciting his- history books, you know, and or decolonise the curriculum and all that. Uh, I you just know. wonder what on earth they think they've got to say that's new. Well, bo- bo- what, Boris in his Shakespeare book? Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> basically, I've a number... I mean, I, I, I have, I've been thinking about... So Boris's Shakespeare book, which was scheduled for 2022, and they say that he's been missing these COVID meetings to get there. It's... I, I've, it's basically him, a very, Boris would go, Shakespeare was born in 1572, 1403, ish, ish, we're concerned, we're, we're concerned with data, not dates, so uh, we, so we use that, so we're concerned with data, not dates, we get that wrong, um, can we do a Boris, can you give me a Boris voice, I, I mean, it, uh, it's mostly that. It's a lot it of that. is basically. It's uh, he had um, uh, uh, William Shakespeare was born, born in Stratford. He had had two children, uh, eight, eight, fourteen <laughs> children, sixty. Nobody really knows how many. It's just a bit. Uh, the, the actual number is uh, totally irrelevant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an inverted pyramid of pimples. It's an inverted pyramid of It's The actual number. The point is, he was an excellent father, uh, yeah. and he had um, yes, uh, and and then also he had now the, then then um, the other things that would be would be uh, he, he, Shakespeare famously had little Latin and less Greek, which is uh, there, which is obviously why he couldn't be, become prime minister. Or <laughs> important, which you would need to have. Othello and Iago was obviously we'd have to do an Othello Iago as Cummings and Boris because yes, Cummings could, basically is Iago exactly. And you could you could start off you could start off. What would be funny is if you start off talking about uh, Iago and then he he slips into saying. Uh, and Iago obviously completely wrong with his stupid bald head and his ridiculous coffee. Yes. We'd be, yeah. Iago driving to Barnard Castle. Yeah. Uh, exactly. the, the, with his absurd obsession and his silly little blog. Uh, um, so yes, Iago stitches up in his blog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, then um, it, I think it would end up being... It would be like, as the greatest writer in the history of the English language, I'm just the man to write about Shakespeare. Uh, and and, he, and he, his, that, that thing that he thinks he's entitled to do that, and then Shakespeare, with the whole thing would be an apology for Boris's life through Shakespeare. So, for example, you know, he ha- I would work in a way that he has Christopher Marlowe beaten to death in a bar by making a phone call to his friend Darius Guppy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's ridiculous Gu- to suggest that I, I phoned uh, it was Mr. Guppy. Kid Marlowe would have, been, would have been beaten to death anyway. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, and, um, uh, and it, 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 it suggestions that... Um, I think... So it, 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 and then it's like... so. It, he, then he goes to London, and it was at this point that Shakespeare um, le- left his boring fat wife and all her stupid children and, and shacked up with a lovely girl, uh, and who, for whom he unquestionably did up the, the, the bedroom uh, with, a, yeah. with Michelangelo, did the with wallpaper. With his second best bed. With his, well, yes, well, that's, yes, but except the second best who bed. Got his, Anne Hathaway got his second best bed. Which, as we all know, is actually not that bad a thing. So no, everyone goes, everyone goes, oh, it's so shit, uh, his wife only got his second uh, best bed. Anyone with half an ounce of intelligence knows that beds were... Well, it's serious. It's not so much that that beds were beds were a form of currency, as Boris will explain in chapter two. Um, it's Much better than the euro. Three guineas to a bed. And yeah. uh, no, it's because people didn't own things. So people now go, "What? You let, I only have to bed. What about the telly?" There's not people didn't really own anything. Yeah, you, you would. Li- I mean, you'd you would literally own two beds and a chair. That's it. And you don't have to tell me, mate. We own. You still only own two beds and a chair. I don't. I, um, I own nothing. So um, except a Toyota Igo. That's definitely mine. 
something. I love that. I love I, that. I and think, also easy for you because you you know the plays quite well. Well, if I do, whether I go to the bit, I think he's, he's, he will do the, the bit when he writes about Shakespeare's haircut was uh, had a ridiculous flyaway stupid haircut because his mind was on higher things. He didn't need a proper haircut. Um, uh, he doesn't believe that uh, Shakespeare is famous. He's supposed to have gone to the local grammar school in Stratford upon Avon. Um, but he, but he actually, it was, it, was a, it was actually a cool restaurant around the corner called Eaton. Yeah. Uh, and um, also, yeah, exactly. Boris went to the local grammar school in uh, Slough, Eaton. Yes, exactly. And he was then he went to Oxford where he was in the Bloomington Club, and bulla bulla bulla, uh, <laughs> and, and and did all that, and was. Um, and I think obviously during the, the, the as we all know, Shakespeare uh, in in adventures uh, in the plague and plague on both your houses and all that. It's true that he he left London to escape the plague. Uh, when the plague came, uh, um, uh, Shakespeare offered some very clear uh, advice to his family and friends. He said, uh, uh, "You must don't go to work, go to work. Uh, don't go in a, go in a cart, don't go in a cart. But three in a not within mustn't come within a groat of each other in the seven leagues and and it's." It's a, it's, a, it's a terrible thing. It's killing lots of people. It's not killing anybody. Uh, and then, only if you're over Not only that, but uh, he also got jobs for all his friends. Uh, with he got them uh, deals with with um, plague carts, you know, where they carried them away. So right. It's things like and the, the Elizabethan equivalent. So it was, uh, you know, all, all, all Shakespeare's friends were obviously. So he's, um, uh, 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 and also the other thing, Shakespeare was, was, was um, you know, Shakespeare was obviously widely accused of um, uh, profiteering instead of instead of working on his, uh, shall we say, what do you call it, plays or Ben Johnson manner of, of poet. He, he he would often writing three or four plays at the same time. Not, not, attention to detail wasn't Shakespeare's thing. It isn't the thing of any great man. Uh, and he was paid to the equivalent of £40 million pounds for, for, for King Lear. Pin money. Because uh, that's what he said about pin money. Um, and uh, uh, what does he, Who said what about... Who called what pin, pin money? money? When, he, when they said, uh, you, you make 250000 a year for your column of the Telegraph. And he said, pin money. Yeah, I think well, that was the phrase yeah. he used. Uh, I think his identification that... Um, full stuff, the hero... Of Henry the Fourth, yeah, but yes, absolutely. Um, uh, then, uh, and I think I think having Michelangelo do the wallpaper for the flat, yeah, uh, is quite important. Is he a contemporary? Um, no, uh, but not but not far off. I mean, Michelangelo is sort of early; he's about a hundred years out. But Boris doesn't know that. Um, okay, he's he, he sort of thing. Yeah, no, definitely. I think there's lots and lots and lots there. If, if you're in, if you are in. That kind of thing, if you are in the mood to do that tomorrow, mm. that's very, very... It's a gimme, isn't it? You're saying I'm not in the mood to do it now? No, I'm saying that you've, you seem very much like you're in the mood to do it. It, feel, it feels like you've written it already. I, well, I thought it... I had that idea yesterday, and then on my way to play cards, which I walked to, I did a thing where I do voice memos yeah. of things. Uh, but I, well, unfortunately, what I do is I talk texts I, I open up because that's the only thing i know how to do i open up an email and then i talk and it does predictive slightly weird things so i've written young william archibald alexander fisk fuckface shakespeare boris as he was known to his friends actually didn't go to local grammar school i got it was near to eat it wasn't it went to a local school although reports suggest he actually went to eaton where he led the bullington club and went to oxford mm-hmm. well, lost in, things lost in translation are always deciphering fun. it becomes quite difficult Okay, yeah. go on. Next idea. Okay, next idea, which is that there's a report recently from Newcastle University. They discovered a, some people have a super sensitive part of their brain, which leads to misophonia, which means they are incredibly over, over irritated by certain noise, driven even to violence by noises such as chewing and coughing. <clears throat> do, you, do you think that's why I've written loud chewing on my list? Loud chewing, yeah. Yes, I wondered how we could. I wondered if you might do a list of the most annoying noises. <coughs> 
that's just a oh, sorry I, I just get excited when I'm underslept like I am now mm. and looking at how the week's panning out about the idea of just a list when you said the word you know in the in the in Jerry Maguire thing you know you, you have me at list <laughs> list a list of noises wasn't yeah. there a column I nearly did a couple of weeks ago that was going to be a list of noises Yes, it was list a list of noises we don't hear anymore. It was well, the one the, the podcast we did with your sister. Did yeah. I ever write it? No, because it was too vague. It was a list of noises that you don't hear anymore. You know the right, and then you then you and your wrong. sister went. This is a list of noises that are annoying. I, yeah, that is quite good because I probably have it. Oh, you are without question. You or have it. is your throat clearing just so objectively irritating that anyone would be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My throat clearing is really annoying. But does but, it any annoying apart from me? Well, nobody hears it as much as you do. So, like a young boy who met you and wanted to be your boyfriend probably wouldn't even notice. A young some, boy who could man, be my son? Some, or? So I don't know. Some, if you met some guy and you were having an affair, right. and like, just going out and having fun and shagging and stuff, he probably wouldn't notice that you were coughing. But I, if you've been locked up with him for two years in the house during a lockdown pandemic and thing, and then it becomes annoying, is that? You make a series of disgusting and irritating noises as well, but I don't find them that Not annoying. Not with my mouth. Uh, with all parts of you your body. You mean the burps? No, I mean the burps, I mean your throat clearing, I mean all sorts of revolting noises that you make. But I don't find them that annoying because I don't think I have this thing. Um, so you would write a column going, so what's it called, misophonia? Uh, yeah, I'm not quite You have sure a thing in your brain it. which for comedy's sake I would refuse to accept I had. Okay. Uh, and say this is ridiculous, these noises are, that noise when. Yeah, exactly. So, But you have it really badly actually, now I come to think of it. So if we're in the car and something's even even going... You mean when you leave a set of keys in the cup holder and it just goes clank, clank, clank? Yeah, all the it way drives you nuts. It's really weird. Quite because it's would anybody? No, it doesn't drive me nuts. Or when you put the clever yellow, you know, our special steering wheel yeah. anti theft lock and you put it in the boot ahead of that drive to Oxford and it just went clunk, clunk. And yeah. every time it went clunk and you turn around, it would go clank. You didn't secure it so that it didn't clank. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. That wouldn't bother, really bother me. And you're not bothered by the angle grinders and the... No, just, I just tune it out. The sound of a, of a scaffold gun. Yeah. The don't, rivet gun. Don't care. When they were doing the thing next door that was actually, like, basically in our house, that was quite difficult to ignore. But yes, small noises, I don't really find that annoying. Uh, and, you, and you really, really, really do. I remember when I broke up with... Uh, a girlfriend who I lived with for years and years and years, and one one of the thing, and one of the things I was very sad about afterwards that I used to was that I, she used to cough a lot, and she used to do little coughs, and uh, and I just used to have a go at her about it, and then and then when she left me mm-hmm. because for all sorts of other reasons, I remember just like crying because I thought why didn't I just let her cough? <sighs> why haven't you coughed or cleared your throat today? You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a wireless studios production for The Times, produced by Ben Mitchell. You can listen to us on The Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. And for the full live experience, tune into my show on Times Radio every Friday from 1 till 4. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.